Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. We're walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA, and you're coming with us. But first, travel news, including Nasberry Farm opening soon, NPH teaches us how to be human, and Zach is back with the Disney history lesson. Grab your boater and hop on the trolley. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. As we continue our year-long celebration of 50 years of the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World Resort, we're embarking on a grand circle tour of the six lands that make up Florida's original vacation kingdom. We better hurry up, the trolley's arriving. But first, I was wondering, what Disney character would be the worst possible choice to act as our tour guide as we explore the lands of the Magic Kingdom? Stitch. All those hot dog burps in my face. <laughs> I was going to say Pumbaa, also for smell reasons. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I had a couple. Um, let's see, I actually have three. Uh, Flash mm. from Zootopia. Flash, 100-yard flash. flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I was thinking Flash, uh, Dory uh, from Finding Nemo, and does she uh, keep getting us lost? Yeah, that is a good one. And actually, it's I funny had because a, notes. What? Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's funny because you mentioned Dory, and now it looks like you're having a hard time remembering. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the third one. Well, just keep swimming, Zach. Uh, it'll, it'll, I, it, I'll remember it just as we're into like the, the the rest of the news that's true well you let us know i was thinking the mad hatter on the one hand you would get to listen to the dulcet tones of edwin's voice <laughs> but on the other hand can you imagine how maddening it would be every time you ask a question all the double talk and circular logic <laughs> just he i might enjoy that of fun i love him but yeah it would get old after a while i just want to i would yeah i would want to punch him so if we were to have a fun party with the Mad Hatter as a host, you would you would not be down for that? No, I don't <laughs> think I'd. I think I would RSVP a big nope on that Uh-oh. One. Uh-oh. Well. <laughs> well, good to you know. might be SOL, mine friend. Ooh. <laughs> Rut roll. Well, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Guys, mm-hmm. we're going to talk to you about a theme park that we don't normally talk about because there's not a lot new since we recorded two days ago. <laughs> so Knott's Berry Farm, some might say the original American theme park. Well, is, some has might announced... say that, but others would disagree. But <laughs> but they would be wrong because... Guess... What was the theme? Jam? <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> and jellies. Berries of all sorts. Jams um... <laughs> and jellies. Yes. Uh, anyway, they've announced that they're reopening, and they actually have a pretty interesting uh, uh, strategy that they're using. They're going to be opening on May 6th, but that's, that is only, interesting. For, that's mm-hmm. only for season ticket holders. 
Mm. For almost a whole month. Zach, did you just remember? I remember it's, it's Scuttle. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes, he <laughs> finally <laughs> reached around to the yeah. back of his memory. And yeah. Got good, good work. Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't uh, know what anything really is, you know? That's yeah. fair. You know? Everything would be a thingamabob or you know, what's it? Or a, or a dingle doohickey. Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Or you made dingleberry. You. You. you, you <laughs> oh, speaking of berries. Speaking, speaking of, of berries. Berry farm. <laughs> dingleberry farms is reopening. So they're going yeah. the opposite direction of of Disneyland and open let, letting people keep their annual passes and open yeah. it only to them, huh? Yes. Yeah. They are giving. Uh, they are giving most of the first month that they're open over yeah. to the season pass holders. That's and are cool. they also now a not-for-profit company? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then they'll be reopening for the rest of the public uh, for the, to the general the public on California May California general public. <laughs> yes, California general public on May twenty-first. This year is their 100th anniversary, mm. and they also wow. have a new ride ready at reopening time for uh, oh, to help celebrate what's the new anniversary. Ride? Journey actually... through jellies and jams. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of a reboot of one of their classic dark rides. It's called Knott's Berry Tales, like B-E-A-R. Oh. Berry Tales. Return to the Fair. It's a 4D interactive dark ride. Mm, hmm. featuring that feels like one too many D's. Berries. <laughs> I've always wanted Probably. to go do that Pony Express ride they have. That does look like a cool coaster. Where, where you ride a horse on a roller coaster. What? A roller coaster, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Right? And yeah, they, they it's, uh And they have that boysenberry festival. <laughs> oh god. I do. I I would like to visit. I I've do never, like berries. I've never been out there, so I'd like to go check it out. They have great rides, I think. Yeah, I've always been kind of fascinated by them. I mean, they're not far from mm -hmm. Disneyland, and they yeah. do have great rides. They have that the Calico Mine Train, and there's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff that Disney stole for Disneyland, so mm -hmm. they got to be good, right? Hey! That's well, wholly original, pal. <laughs> well, good on them for having a new ride opening, but there's a different ride that's opening soon that I'm looking forward to, and mm -hmm. that is the Velocicoaster at Universal Orlando. Have y'all seen the videos they've been putting out of this ride? It looks so No. It looks intense oh, no. and I'm going to love it. And wait. it looks like my big fat butt can even ride it. I oh, see that like it, Universal. Yeah. That's why I haven't watched the videos because I just assume that I can't ride it so I haven't watched any of the videos. Well, I think this one okay. I think this one will be fine. It's got the um sort of between the legs hub seat thing it uh -huh. doesn't have the over the shoulder harness thing mm. so it's more of a lap restraint kind of system it is opening system. officially on june 10th but i've i've heard a rumor that that a couple of us might be getting to ride it sooner fingers crossed so mm -hmm. we'll, not anymore we'll if they listen to this show <laughs> <laughs> we shall see we'll report back but it looks so cool i'm excited for it yeah, hopefully they do some soft openings. Because mm -hmm. I love a nice soft opening. Yeah, you do. For a ride. But I'm disappointed that we're not getting that churro cart. <laughs> I know, right? I love Universal for that. They call everything a churro cart. Then sometimes you're disappointed it wasn't one. Oh, like when we got Jimmy Fallon instead of that churro cart? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I would have rather had a churro cart. He has the personality of a churro. How exactly? Yeah, without the cinnamon sugar on it. Tell us how. 
<laughs> well, he's kind of like cardboard. Oh. <laughs> a little sweet, a little spicy, crunchy mm. on the outside. And, and no nutritional value. I kid. I actually like Jimothy Fallon. I he's do, awesome. too. He's, and he's his okay. ride is fine. His ride, well, could be, could be worse. It could be... Uh, it could be Fast and Furious. Oh, exactly. Hey, did that close permanently, speaking of? They clo- It did close down for a bit after reopening. They were not running that ride, and I don't know whether they have opened it back up. Not mm. that I'm aware of. Yeah, One. I think Julia Stiles is I think it, hmm. still over there. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I think it might still be down, because when we were there in September, it was the only one that hadn't opened back up of mm-hmm. those initial mm-hmm. rides. That and there's been, been a lot of rumors that it just might not. So, fingers crossed, you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's put something fun there. Like, they should put in a like a 4D churro ride. <laughs> yes, a big churro cart. Or a, a Beetlejuice ride. Oh, yes. A dark Beetlejuice dark ride yes. would be amazing. I'll see if I yes. I'll see if I have any numbers that I can call and make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, somebody I do really love, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I, love has, him. I love him so much. He has a, a new little series to teach us how to be human again while traveling after the the long pandemic shutdowns and being stuck at home. He has teamed up with the hospitality group Accor to bring us a series of lessons on the basic of basics of acting human while traveling in a new post pandemic world. He's they're really cute and and funny. I've watched a few of them. He does some etiquette refreshers on things like how to dress, like actually having to put on pants because you're you're going out. I've got mine on right now. Right. How to plan trips, how to greet people, um, how to have small talk and how to actually relax and have fun traveling again. They're they're really fun. And I, I highly suggest you check them out. You can find them at www.allgetsreal.com and i i love everything he does he's so funny and yeah he's so funny oh, and so charming charming and funny and fun to watch the last and time I, the yes. last time i saw him was right before the pandemic hit and did, did that you see december him in real life? yeah Candlelight oh, processional. You, you get to see him reading oh, for yeah. Candlelight Processional. Oh, you're so lucky. I would love that. I, I feel like I'm the last person that's never seen him at Walt Disney World. I haven't either. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah, the second to the last. You are the second to last. I would love that. The third that. to last. Oh, Dan hasn't seen him either. Oof, we've yeah, but I'm going happen. first. You're the third to the last. <laughs> I feel like he would be fun to hang out with. I want him to teach me some magic tricks. For sure. Yeah, he's good at those. Uh, more importantly, did, Heather, did you get this from the Travel and Leisure article? I, about I did, it? I did. Did you see this terrifying mannequin doorman? Yeah, I was just looking <laughs> yes, at that. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm having nightmares tonight thanks to this article. That's so. someone who has not taken these How to Be Human lessons. Right. I wasn't sure if that was, that's, was it supposed to be a mannequin doorman or a, a an airplane, airline captain, whatever it is, it's creepy. It looks like a doorman at a hotel, but yeah. it also doesn't quite look like a mannequin because the mouth is circular and agape. Yeah. It looks like it wants but, to kill us. But I didn't know that they made that kind of 
model of a human being what appears to be many decades ago. Yeah. Oh, no, you can still buy them. I'll give you an address. Great. Oh, there it is. I just now saw the picture. It is amazing. Dan will post this travel and leisure article to our Facebook page. <laughs> it's, it's worth taking a look. And it, it has great advice from NPH in there, too. His his favorite lesson to tell people is to just be patient while you're traveling and not get too overwhelmed by the inevitable stuff that can go wrong and just be patient and enjoy, enjoy all of it. I will try to do that next time I get an airline <laughs> delay or something that makes me mad. Well, that's, that was good advice good even advice. Before, before the big thing. You'll think... True. You'll think of that doorman and you'll just be at yeah, peace. I, like, I will be at peace because that doorman's going to haunt my dreams if I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, going from that weird mannequin, I have got for you guys another weird festival. Are you all excited? Are we going to throw stuff at each other again? Yeah. Oh. It turns out that there are lots and lots of food fights around the world. Well, who and... doesn't love a good food fight? I would love to be in one. Well, this one is probably right up your alley, Jeff. This one, we're back in Spain again, and we're going to La Batalla del Vino de Haro. Are we throwing wine at each other? Uh, heck yes, we are. Uh, this is uh, the, from the 27th to 30th of June, when, here's the other good part, is for some reason, these all either have a backstory where they're celebrating the history of the town or is a religious holiday. Hmm. And this one is no different. It takes uh, place over the feast day of St. Peter uh, at the end of June in, in La Rioja, Spain. And the locals, it's, it's a three-day festival. Um, the first night, they stay up literally all night long until the sunrise, drinking wine and dancing in the streets of their little village. Okay. And then the next day, you take your hungover self and you climb <laughs> to the top of a mountain. And you along have to the climb way, a mountain while while hungover. Yes, but I, I think the idea is you just keep the party rolling. Uh, so maybe you're not hungover because. But anyway, you get to the top of the mountain. Along the way, there's piles of discarded equipment such as squirt guns and goggles and. And the like, and uh, you get to the top, and everybody spends three hours just soaking each other in wine in whatever <laughs> method they plan to use. There's pictures of super soakers. Uh, there's a there's a long story on here. Somebody that shared like their experience. They said that the the locals from the town are really experienced, and they know how to get the job done. And you just see like seventy year old men with buckets and paintbrushes just oh, wow. slapping red wine all over everybody so <laughs> you spend three hours i'm hoping that's other. from out of the bottle yeah yes i hope so not the dregs from right yeah <laughs> not the leftovers vinegar um, that would stain I, yeah i think by the end it turns you're you're probably going to have a little bit of a whiff of vinegar around you and you're also going to be stained purple for a while. Thinking that of all of these festivals, it seemed like there'd be some stank left over. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's some total stank. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it it looks like the kind of party that you imagine they had, the Greek gods had. This is like a, a true Bacchanalian uh, 
Well, you could festival hop. You could do. throw oranges yeah. at each other and then have a tomato fight and then go soak each other in wine. Yeah. yeah, yeah add the tomato and wine and make you a nice sauce. That's true. Yeah, or bring the oranges and you got a nice pitcher of sangria. I think I want to avoid the orange festival. It sounds like it would hurt. <laughs> uh, so if you want to... Uh... If you want to travel to Spain and mm-hmm. throw wine and tomatoes at each other, uh, contact a key to their yeah. travel agents. <laughs> and actually, uh, it looks like you might be able to go some places in Europe this summer. Just this week, we heard from French President Emmanuel Macron that they are planning to open their country back up to Americans. They hope by like the 17th of May, I think he said. The caveat be magical. Is, right. The caveat is they are opening to U.S. citizens who are fully vaccinated only, which, again, is smart. It's the way that we can speak. Yeah, I think it's reasonable. But I was so excited to see this because whether or not we'd act, you know, we'd actually be able to go anywhere in Europe this summer was really, I thought, still up in the air. Greece was the first to come out and say we're opening our borders to vaccinated uh, tourists. Uh, Italy is following, and now France. I mean, it's there's a there's a real chance that you could have a great European summer vacation this I year. I feel like Greece is all outdoor activities, so I'd be fine with being there. Yeah, and honestly, you can do a lot of stuff outdoors in France too. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. and you'd prefer it because there's no AC inside. <laughs> this is very yeah, true. The stink don't, is a little less concentrated. Don't go in the Louvre. <laughs> that whole country anyway. smells like a cut red onion. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but a lot of the a lot of the countries in the European Union are talking about passport uh, vaccine passports, something similar to be able to open their borders. And welcome tourists back this summer. And also, they're kind of hoping that this might all be another thing that spurs people to go and get vaccinated. Uh, I know around here in Michigan, we're starting to get to the point where we have plenty of vaccine doses mm-hmm. available and we can't get people. We've, we've gotten to the 50 percent of the people who are resistant. to. If going to France is the prize for getting uh, vaccinated, I think they're going about it wrong. <laughs> yeah, the, the press, that may be true. The people who are not going to accept yeah. a vaccine probably didn't yeah. want to go to France. Anyway. No. I like <laughs> my freedom fries. Point. You may have a I'm point. I'm not going to go see those cheese-eating surrender monkeys. <laughs> That's right. Keep your vaccine. Well, I'm getting on a plane to Paris as soon as possible. So. Yes. That's Ooh. just exciting to see anything oh, about Europe opening right. back up. Anything normal, I'll take it. If you're flying on United, you can also head to Croatia mm-hmm. or uh, Reykjavik. They're adding those. Uh, I've always wanted flights. to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said literally no one ever. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it? Isn't isn't Iceland still hot with the? Yeah, uh, I go to Iceland, BN folks. Yeah, I'll eat some I don't want to eat any fermented shark while I'm there, but oh. I'll eat some horse. Yeah, it's probably. Great eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go to that Phallus Museum. Right? Yeah. Yes, I would love to go there. The Phallological Museum. No. 
It's more fun to... Phallological. You know, we haven't had a penis parkour museum on the show in a while. It has been a minute. You know, our good friend Emily's been to the Phallological Museum. Mm -hmm. Is that where they keep the necro pants? I hope so. (laughs) 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 Next to the whale penis. Yes. (laughs) You know, that episode is one of our most popular episodes for download numbers. Well, Which one? Necropants slash whale penis? Who doesn't want to hear about necropants? Well, we <laughs> talked about the penis museum in Iceland and a penis festival in Japan all in one episode. So See? I guess there's a type. We have an audience. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder, what was the search term used to land them on that episode? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> Certainly. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I must have missed that one. And if you love penises, contact <laughs> Key to the World Travel. <laughs> oh, hey, Zach. What's up? You got a story for us? Well, I thought since we're going to be talking about Main Street USA today, I thought I'd come up with a couple of fun facts here about that old uh, Main Street USA, that little old place. <laughs> That little old place we all love. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think a lot of people know that Main Street USA um, was inspired by Walt Disney's hometown of Marceline, Missouri. But there is another town that helped inspire the look and design of Main Street USA in Disneyland. Does anybody know what the name of that town is? Oh, man. Marceline. Yeah, is it something in Colorado? It is in Colorado. That's what I thought. I don't remember the name. It's of it, it's Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Harper Goff was one of the Imagineers that helped design and create Disneyland's Main Street USA, and uh, they grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, so he used his hometown as an inspiration for the design. And when he was uh, when they were putting together. Main Street USA, when they were designing, creating it, he he visited Fort Collins to photograph the buildings. Um, and here's a little uh, insert from an interview from a few years ago um, with with uh, Harper Goff. He said, yeah, I was born in that little town, Fort Collins, Colorado. My dad owned a newspaper there, the Fort Collins Express Courier, and I grew up there. It was a very prosperous town. We had banks that looked like banks, you know. <laughs> it was a Victorian <laughs> city hall. I was born in 1911, and these buildings were around when I was a kid. When I started working on Main Street, I had photographs of Fort Collins taken. I showed them to Walt, and he liked them very much. Disneyland City Hall was copied from Fort Collins, so was the bank building and many of the others. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, and then I also found some information from one of uh, my uh, personal um, Disney heroes, Dave Smith. Uh, May he rest in peace, the chief archivist emeritus for Walt Disney Archives. Um, He said there are two towns that can claim a relationship with Main Street USA at Disneyland. Marceline, Missouri, where Walt Disney spent several years of his childhood, and Fort Collins, Colorado, where Main Street designer Harper Goff grew up. So, some little information there. I had never heard this about the Fort Collins. Yeah, and when you know when you look at pictures of Marceline, Missouri, you can I mean you can sort of see the resemblance to Main Street USA, but when you look at the um, images of Fort Collins, Colorado, you can definitely see the inspiration. Um, So yeah, go take a look. Um, Actually, the Fort Collins, Colorado, the city has information up about Harper Goff 
And I believe they have some of his artwork at their city hall. So you can go take a look at some of his Oh, yeah, artwork. checking out some pictures, and I, I definitely see it. Yeah, Marceline's more just kind of like the concept yeah. of the feeling. Mm-hmm, but the actual buildings yeah. remind me of me. Are any of those still there? Looks I believe like so. It. Yeah, these pictures are fairly recent. Um, so the if you're still look like banks, mm-hmm. so if you're uh, looking for another place to add to your Disney history road trip, head on down to Fort Collins, Colorado, folks. And boy, am I ever! Come on down. Let's go, Dan loves a road trip. Yes, I do. Thanks, Zach. Stick around because after the commercial break, we're kicking off our Grand Circle tour with a look at the most overlooked land in the Magic Kingdom, Main Street, USA. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Your attention, please. The Santa Fe and Disneyland passenger train, E.P. Ripley, now loading on track number one for a trip around Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. All aboard! Street USA is the first stop on our tour, and in my mind, it's the forgotten land of the Magic Kingdom. As you exit the tunnels under the train station, you truly do get the impression that the curtain has been lifted, and you're now in a different world as promised by the plaques you passed under as you entered. Although the effect of being in a small town at the turn of the last century has been watered down somewhat recently, as individual stores have been closed and combined to form the Emporium, an old-timey mega mall, it still helps (laughs) introduce visitors to the... It still helps introduce visitors to the ideals and feeling of the Magic Kingdom, and it holds a special charm and magic for even seasoned parks veterans. Let's take a deeper look at this forgotten land, starting with its history and development. Main Street, USA. The I'm sights, walking right the down the middle of Main Street, USA. It's my favorite, my favorite land. It is my favorite land, too. It's a very wonderful land. I, I like... I like that it 
it's all about the feeling and the experience. Uh, it depends on what... How am I trying to say it? Instead of you stepping into somebody else's story, it really kind of brings out feelings. You make the story more in that in that land. I mm. think yep. it's all about yeah. the optimism and the excitement of that time in the country, mm-hmm. filtered through. You know, make it to filter through nostalgia, obviously, which is this weird fake nostalgia that none of us actually have but we all love right. the idea yeah. of this old tiny main street mm-hmm. it reminds me of when I was a kid <laughs> you know really? 1910 in 1906 <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say when you were selling newspapers on the street corner <laughs> yep. for five cents <laughs> it, when I when someone if someone asked me to think of Disney World or Disneyland that Main Street is it. Mm-hmm. The sights, the sound, yeah. the smell, the whole it's, thing, the popcorn, mm-hmm. the grease, the the little music. It's, the whole thing is just mm-hmm. perfection. It sets the stage for all of the fun you're parents. going to have. Yeah. <clears throat> Lit up at night with the popcorn lights on uh, the buildings. Uh, yeah. and man, is there a better... Yes, just like Zach's popcorn lights behind him that all of our listeners can see. <laughs> There's something, I don't know what it is about those popcorn lights. I just love them so much. And that's basically mm-hmm. my first memory of Walt Disney World that I can remember is sitting uh, on the curb on Main Street at night with those popcorn lights waiting for mm-hmm. um, Spectro Magic to start. I, I have like- literally, before tonight, never heard the term popcorn light. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that weird? I feel like they're even more prominent at Disneyland. That's where they mm-hmm. stand out for me. I don't know if that's really the case, but that's yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't know. Do you have do you prefer one Main Street USA section to another, like from park to park? Well, allow me to talk about this. So um it's appearance. <laughs> yes, it's ma'am. so the thing is with with the main streets. Um, I prefer the look of Walt Disney World's Main Street USA. I don't know if that's rooted in nostalgia because that's what I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as like the interior of Main Street USA, I much prefer Disneyland's because it actually feels like a legitimate Main Street because there's different shops and... And they have a little rest. They have that Carnation Cafe that's just like the perfect place to have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and their their main little their emporium, the interior of it still feels like it hasn't been uh, updated. Yeah, it's still yeah. Old, old. The there's a lot of wood and and the the floors and the the displays and it, it feels. I mean, it is a little darker, mm-hmm. but it feels a little more authentic to the time period. Yeah, and it's separate little things broken up mm-hmm. by that Carnation Cafe there. And I love how it bookends at the end with the um, Jolly Holiday and whatever that place is on the other side. Mm-hmm. And you still have the magic shop is mm-hmm. still there. And Speaking, we were talking before air about Steve Martin. He worked in that magic mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes he did. And it still um, sells all sorts of little hokey, you know, magic tricks and sight gags. And I, I love that about it. It's not, they have Do they sell fake dog poop? I, th- I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Probably. Because sure. if they don't, then who else is? Yeah. 
I mean, they have that. That shop has not been turned into a you know updated art gallery. Yeah, or, or Disney IP. It's all still. No. Uh, Which is, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's a miracle because that's what they did to, to the. Isn't it? Water. Isn't it still operated by a third party? Uh, it's uh, Merlin's Magic Shop. Yeah, and yeah. It, every time I've been in there, there's been an actual, you know, whoever is working behind the counter can do the, you know, card tricks or mm. other little magic tricks for you. Is this still Steve Martin? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Man, his no, picture's there. It is. That's, yeah. That's not not to get too much in the magic nerdery side, but that's like, like if you work at a magic store, you're expected to be able to pretty much demo all of well, that makes that sense. Have, yeah. So, yeah, it's that's really cool how they do that. Um, yeah. So, all of the Disney parks have a Main Street USA, except Shanghai. Is that true? Do they have? It's not called Main Street USA. No, in, in, it's in like Disney Town or something like that. It's, Town, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's like Mickey something. I don't know. I, I'm. I, I, <clears throat> and I, I, I wondered about that. I read a little bit about why they chose to do that when uh, Tokyo has a Main Street USA. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's called it's called the World Bazaar, but it's still very much a Main Street USA. It's Victorian style, but a lot of it is mm-hmm. covered in that one. Yes, because they wanted to make Shanghai uh, dis- authentically Chinese. Yes, uh, keeping that's it distinctively true. And, Disney. and they love they love Mickey Mouse, but they don't really care about. The Americana, yeah, that's Americana, weird. yeah. <laughs> Which I guess that's the difference. Tokyo in Tokyo, the Japanese do. They oh, like. Yeah. They like it's uh, it's called Mickey Avenue. That's what it. I even it, had some kind of Mickey in it. It is still. I mean, it's still reminiscent of a Main Street USA, but it it is definitely the the one that has strayed the furthest away from the original. I. Hmm. Um, I've never been. I love. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. I love the one. At, I was just thinking, I was looking on Wikipedia, actually, and just the one at Disneyland Paris, mm-hmm. I think, is so cool because it's like Bizarro World. The one in Disneyland and Disney World are so similar. <laughs> you know kind of where everything is. Mm-hmm. But the one in Paris is just off enough. It feels like you're on Earth 2 version of mm-hmm. Disneyland. It's I really cool. I love that one. <laughs> and I love the arcades that they put on either side that you can... Kind of yeah, you can just pop in to go mm-hmm. straight down yeah. from the yeah. It's perfect. There's there's restrooms in the arcades, which is very mm-hmm. convenient sometimes. Yeah, you, you don't after wanna... a heavy French meal right. in the sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you've eaten a lot of cheese, <laughs> which Jeez. one does in in France? Yes, when in France, when 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 yeah, everything is slightly different. Monkeys. Yeah, but they did keep to the they did keep to the spirit of it, and uh, it's they haven't they didn't turn it into like a a Parisian street or something like that. It is still a Main Street USA, mm-hmm. and they have the added benefit of that their premier hotel is right at the beginning of it, mm. so you can walk right out of the Disneyland Hotel onto Main Street USA, or even have. A room overlooking it, which it's, I love. It's actually so, so spectacular. That's awesome. yeah, it's cool because you've got the you still have the traditional train station, and mm-hmm. you go under the tracks and all. But before that, you go under the 
the, the Disneyland hotel. Paris Hotel. Mm-hmm. So when you look from the castle back towards Main Street, you're looking at the hotel and the train station. Super cool. Yeah. Beautiful. That one is probably my second favorite. Magic Kingdom, same reason as Zach, I think. That's the the one that is my favorite because it's where I have my first memories of mm-hmm. of Walt Disney World of a Disney Park is walking yeah. under that train station and out into the immediately smelling the popcorn and hearing the music and mm-hmm. seeing and those, the balloons and, and even those, before you see the castle you're immersed mm-hmm. in and those darn popcorn lights and um, <laughs> yes. speaking of popcorn lights I'm still upset with Disney because they took those popcorn lights off the Grand Floridian I know why I don't what I don't probably to save money I guess well, well I mean a quarter of them were burnt out anyway, so I guess they're not going to replace. Did they take them all the way down? I think there's. I think they're still there. They just don't turn them on anymore, and it's a bummer because that's one of the things I liked about the Grand Floridian so much. It, it helped add to that whole idea that the Grand Floridian was sort of like an extension of Main Street. Um, Same era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a refurb. Yeah, maybe they're saving. It's been like a five. It looks cool from across the way to see it all lit up. I know you don't oh, see yeah. that anymore because when you look across the lake, you can see the contemporary because of all the uh, the lights for the uh, the hotel room, and I think the building itself is lit. And then when you look across the Polynesian, you can see a lot of the tiki torches that are lit. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the Grand Floridian, it just looks dark, just a black hole. I don't like <laughs> like my soul. I don't like it either. <laughs> so I- in Disneyland Paris, do they have the Le Dapur singers? Do they? <laughs> No, I don't know. I've never seen the Depper Dans there. Do they have them? I am trying to remember. They definitely have Streetmosphere. I think they have little bitty kids there, the Diaper Dance. <laughs> I don't remember that. They're not listed under entertainment. No, I don't remember Wikipedia. ever seeing them at, at Disneyland no. Paris. They have they have per, their own parades and, and their own kind of Streetmosphere, but I don't ever remember the Dapper Dance. Are they only well, that at, sucks. Are they only at Magic Kingdom and Disneyland? Yeah, perhaps. So. It looks like it. it looks I like love it. the Dabber Dance and the, the the that show on the trolley. I love that. Oh, don't get me started that, about the trolley show. That's my favorite. <laughs> and the bad lip syncing. I like to make really strong eye contact with them while they're doing bad lip syncing, just so that my eyes say, "You look ridiculous." <laughs> But I love every second That's of it. So kind of you. <laughs> oh, but in the, uh, they do have a Dapper Dan's hair cuttery in Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. So it's the barber shop is Dapper Dan. Yes. It's a it's a Oh Brother Where Art Thou tie in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Famous Did, the famous Disney IP Oh Brother Where Art. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Did anyone get their own first haircut or their child's first haircut? On Main Street, USA. I got my first adult pubic trim there on Main Street Barbershop. <laughs> did they give you a little tiny little Mickey ears? They did. Put it some, wasn't that tiny, if you know what I'm some saying. some glitter in it. Yeah, <laughs> just a little poof. Glitter. <laughs> Pixie dust. Yeah. No, Dixie dust. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, don't. they call it Dixie dust. Oh. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> well, 
I I don't have children, and uh, I know that I did not get my first haircut there. But when I was a cast member, I did make a reservation and get a haircut there. Um, oh, I don't good. know. I'm glad someone did. Why I don't do that. I didn't know they did adult hair. It was, oh, a, yeah. it was it was a terrible haircut, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, oh, no. it's a haircut at Disney, and of course, Strong I had them. Bowl. I, I had them put in the pixie dust. So I had this like chunky glitter in my hair all day. Is there a photo of this somewhere? No, unfortunately, there's oh, not. I didn't. I, I no. I should have. I had to. I had to work that evening. So when I got back to my apartment, I had to get all that glitter out. Oh, well, good luck with say, that. You probably weren't allowed to get no. glitter. Maybe, maybe now though. If you yeah, if I you bet. use Gorilla Glue, it'll get that out of there for you. <laughs> what do you What do you miss from Main Street? That's that's was your favorite thing. That's that maybe isn't there anymore. Is there any, the Wizard of Bras? I feel, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see that. Um, I know, I know, people make fun of it because it's like a, it's like a thing now with the whole starbucks i know i know that the main tree bakery wasn't all that great i think it's just rooted in nostalgia for me i do rem- i do specifically mm-hmm. remember going there and getting those cinnamon rolls when i was a kid so mm-hmm. i kind of i do miss that but i like starbucks i like having the starbucks I, I'm, I'm over it at this point it's what fine. i miss about main street usa and that bakery in particular is that there wasn't always a six block line for oh, it when it yeah, was that's true when it was not starbucks it that was is, you know you had yeah. to wait in a little line but as soon as it became starbucks yeah. you can't get near the place that I is the busiest starbucks on the planet yeah is that i don't that doubt one that in the magic kingdom i didn't use i didn't go to the starbucks any of them when i was there last month or last september um, I know, like, all the quick service dining locations are doing, like, they're encouraging mobile ordering. I'm assuming the Starbucks still aren't. I wish it they would. Not. God, I wish they would put in mobile order for the Starbucks. Yeah, and the line is. And every other Starbucks in the world has mobile ordering. Mm-hmm. But not that one. But I just don't go it, to it in the morning. If you go in the middle of the day, you're usually okay. It's in the morning, and then in the evening when all the parents are back for... Their second round of mm-hmm. spending the day in the Magic Kingdom. They're all getting their caffeine to keep going for the evening. The line gets super long again. And I have. Mm-hmm. Although, pro tip there's better coffee in Magic Kingdom. Just go to that um, that little Joffrey stand in Tomorrowland. It's much better. And it's named after me, Joffrey yes, Williams. Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you're not caffeinated before you get through the park gates, you've done it wrong. That's true. That's right. Mm. <laughs> You should have other priorities once you're inside the park. And I'm Was okay the Penny Arcade ever really a Penny Arcade there? Because uh, I know, like, the Disneyland one still says Penny Arcade. It was a long time ago. They did have a lot of the, like, the weird, little mechanical really games and things. Mechanical games, yeah. <clears throat> In my head, I can remember that. But we used to go when I was a kid to Disneyland all the time on the way back to the States from overseas. And so I, I thought I remembered they had like the weird, not, like not video game stuff, but like oldie times wooden games and stuff. They still have a couple of those at the front, if I'm remembering. At, in the train station, they have some of the uh, moving picture boxes. Uh, I forget. It's what called a called. television, Dan. No, a kinetoscope. <laughs> yeah. And there's two different kinds. There's a kinetic. I don't remember the names of both of them. It depends yeah. on if they have sound or not. The one where the horsey goes up and down. Yeah, that kind of thing. Where you look in the 
it's like a giant viewmaster thing. Um, <clears throat> but they had, I mean, they actually had Imagineers making old timey those games because um, they had custom ones. They had arcades at Disneyland in in Pirates Plaza and uh, Frontierland that they made custom ones that were appropriately themed to the land that they were in. So they had cool. all kinds of weird stuff like that. They still have that. I think that or the uh, that organ thing. Mm, I think yeah, it's still in the Penny Arcade in the back. The band organ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. looks like they did have some uh, old-fashioned Penny Arcade machines originally. They had a, a Pinocchio, the Battling Twins, hmm. uh, one called Monkey Business. Yeah, I think I think I have memory of that from yes. being a young and there's a youngster. A couple of them are still there. Yeah. Yeah, they like put them. They re brought it back as like a tribute to what once was mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and I, in in the magic in Magic Kingdom, uh, that was where uh, Casey's Corner is now. The oh, that that used to be the was Penny the, Arcade. Was the Penny Arcade there? I yeah. don't remember that. Although I was there when that when it was like that because it was there until. I think 1995, maybe it was. It yeah. was mid 90s, I think, when they took it out. Well, I, I think, think it smelled were... like pickle relish back then too. <laughs> Probably, Probably not. <laughs> that just enhances the whole experience, right? Of I can't stand that. I love all the smells of Main Street <laughs> till you get down to that <laughs> corner. Just like, oh. the, the mm-hmm. pickle relish, yeah, sauerkraut and relish, <laughs> yeah, mm. vinegar product. <laughs> no, thank you. They push that out in their smellitzers too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> vinegar smell it, sir. <laughs> a really, really enhanced experience. <laughs> uh, well, Zach talked a little bit about the inspiration for Disneyland's Main Street USA, and it's kind of interesting if you look at the buildings at Walt Disney World. It's not any one town like uh, like Disneyland is. Mm-hmm. There's actually examples of the architecture from all over the country, and you can really notice it um, if you stand at where the intersection on Main Street USA is, and you look around at all four corners, there's examples of architecture from different different parts of the country. And then even cooler, I think, than that is if you follow the streetlights from one end, from the train station down towards the castle, mm-hmm. you're also moving forward in time. They start as really old-fashioned gas lamp mm-hmm. lamps by the train station, then by the time you get to the hub, they're Still old-fashioned, but electric-style street lamps. So that's kind of neat. That, mm-hmm. is, that cool. is cool, and I had totally forgotten that was a thing. Yeah, yeah I like the gingerbread Still- architecture that's like in um in the in the Magic Kingdom Main Street with all the scalloped edges mm-hmm. and yeah stuff. I really like mm-hmm. that. Like I said, I love the exterior of the Main Street in Walt Disney World, but the I much prefer the interior of the Disneyland. Main Street. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, like the the theater at showing the shorts at Disneyland. I wish they had something like that at, at Walt yeah. Disney World. Also. Do you uh, remember when they used great to great moments have... with Mr. Lincoln? Ah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember when they used to have actual camera shops where you could 
by film and <laughs> mm-hmm. by Polaroid uh, film. and That's like where Talking Mickey was, right? Right over there? Mm, I think so, yes. Yeah. And yeah it sponsored by Kodak. Sponsored by Kodak. And if you bought <laughs> film, you could borrow a camera for the day. Mm-hmm. Take pictures what? of it. The- yeah, that just... Oh, oh I didn't know that. Isn't that cool? I-, I did notice last time I was there, they're still selling those disposable cameras. Yeah. You find them in the gift shops. You sure can. It's up to you to find a place to get that developed. Yeah. I don't know. I think Walgreens still has a lot You have to mail it in at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've closed all the in store ones at most places. Yeah. They only do digital prints. Um, Let's see. I had some other things on my list. Uh, Do you guys do the, the, the Main Street vehicles? Yeah. Oh, I love them. Actually, it's yeah. a it's fun that you mentioned that because I was looking at my Facebook memories today. And um so 5 years ago I I was a cast member at Walt Disney World and uh I was in Main Street USA. Um I I don't know if it was an off day or or if I'd gone before I uh, had to go to work, but I was on Main Street USA and 5 years ago today I got to ride on the double decker um town car. Uh, for the very first time, it popped up on my oh, Facebook fun. memories today. Oh, cool. Um, I don't and see that out that often anymore. Mm-mm. I think it's like just first thing in the morning, isn't it? I've yeah. never ridden on any of those. That little bus that they have with the spiral staircase mm-hmm. or any yeah. of that at either park. Never been on any of them. We've done uh, the one that's pulled by a real big horse. I've done, yeah. Disneyland because my son loves the horses. Mm-hmm. That's a huge horse. Yes. A lot of yeah. poop coming out of that thing. <laughs> and he loves that they have their own cast member name tag for the horse. Yes. <laughs> he, loves, he loves it too. There's a horse at Disneyland named Jess. Have seen that. Yeah. Jess? At the ranch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, that's our own person, Jess, here. Short for Jessery Evans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about the right swan here. boats? Who I was just got gonna to say, ride I, the swan boat? Well, absolutely nobody unless yeah. Jeffrey is. <laughs> unless you were there week one. As, yeah. Um, uh, I heard actually an interesting story about the swan boats that I wanted to bring up. I was listening to another show, the Progress City Radio Hour. Um, and they're TM. talking with... <laughs> I think it's a little late for that. <laughs> the guy has an incredibly successful blog and uh, has published a book under the Progress City uh, name. So I think it's a little late for that. Uh, but they were interviewing uh, former Imagineer Tom Morris about uh, Main Street USA. And he was saying, so the swan boats are actually, they kind of fit with the old timey Main Street thing mm-hmm. because that's like an old pleasure gardens kind of amusement where back when amusement parks were really boring you would go and have a picnic and get in this big boat that they built the swan head onto the front of and paddle around um because that will alleviate your boredom <laughs> right and and I'm tired you, of all these rides and if you think about what that little patch of water right in front of the castle looks like there wasn't a whole lot to get on no. and see once you got on that boat it's kind of like those those boat rides that they had shortly at when animal kingdom opened that took you to nowhere and back and and there's even less water now when they expanded the uh the the hub hub back Um, in 2014 it's now hub grass Mm yeah yeah (laughs) tm tm um you can get uh, a t-shirt that says hub grass is my favorite color (laughs) yeah thank you disney lawyer (laughs) 
Is that yeah, wait? So, does Disney uh, so actually have a trademark on hubgrass? No, they, they have, have a T-shirt that, that says "Hubgrass is my favorite color." Do they really? Yes, because they their designers are lawyers. Apparently, <laughs> they take every cute Etsy or other designer you've ever heard, and it's just like, yeah, that's a whole different uh-huh. topic. <laughs> um. Yeah, Swan so those boats didn't last long <laughs> because they were kind of boring, but they're one of those things that like Disney history nerds are always going on about they yeah. wish they would bring back. And apparently, uh, Imagineer Tom Morris was saying that at one point in the 80s, they actually had a plan to try to bring them back. And what they were going to do is they wanted to make it into a Fantasia Gardens boat ride. Mm. And okay. they were going to dress up that whole lawn in front of the castle where the water goes through. Mm -hmm. They're going to dress it up to look like the Dance of the Hours segment from Fantasia with the the ballet with the uh, crocodiles and the hippos. And uh, and you're going to float through scenes from that with topiaries and Hmm. and characters. Well, that would have been cool. No, to see. no good idea. At Disney ever goes unturned because I think they have something like that at Shanghai Disneyland. It's not quite swan yes. boats. It's like the Crystal Grotto. They do have the gardens, though. And they, yeah, yes, it's like a maze or a, a something like that. But yeah, they have a, a voyage to the Crystal Grotto boat ride, which is uh, right near their castle, and it goes by all these cute little scenes from Disney films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they also actually there was also uh, plans. He also mentioned on that episode that there was plans at one point. Um, at opening, they had claimed that they were going to turn that basically into the same thing as the story boat, Storyland canal boats. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That they were going to build those tiny little buildings tiny along things. the shore there. So. Sorry, Jeff, you missed out on tiny things. Yeah. I know. I do love that attraction, but I get so scared every time we have to get off and everyone has to stand up at the same time. It terrifies me. <laughs> the boat tips over and everyone gets wet. Every time. You think that they would figure out a fix for that. Mm-hmm. No. Put that boat on a track or something. <laughs> do y'all remember when the Main Street Cinema actually showed Disney cartoons? Instead of mm-hmm. just being a, a gift shop, I do love the art of Disney that's in there now. Well, my favorite story. It's not in there right now. Well, that's true. It normally is. And that's one of my favorite places to cool off. Because if you head into that theater gift shop and you go to the left and look at that wall, there's a great spot right there where you're blasted with air conditioning. Mm-hmm. I love so, those little spots. Like, ooh, I live here now. But <laughs> yeah, you used to be able to go in there and watch Steamboat Willie or mm-hmm. you, have to, cool. you can still they still did it at Disneyland, right? Because I know there yeah. was a thing. Wasn't there something a couple years ago where they put benches or something inside the Main Street Theater and they turned off the movies? Or what was I don't know. Am I remembering? Yeah, yeah, they, they, were shutting did, it they down. did something and it was a and everybody got mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. They turned it into like a pop-up gift shop because something else was being refurbed yeah. or something. Those, those Disneyland fans, when they want something done, they can get it done. They all That's showed true. up in their denim jackets and mm-hmm. their, right, and their <laughs> yes. rockabilly attire and they, <laughs> they snapped at them until they, <laughs> until they put it back the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> Jets and the Sharks fought over it. Yeah. Um, can you guys think of any 
Anything that you would add to Main Street or to some way to plus it or make it better? Before before we do that, I did have one more little fun fact I wanted to throw in there. Um, it's something that always reminds me of my mom. Um, and my mom loves the uh, the movie. It's it's on Summer Magic, I think. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to bring that with up. Ha- with Haley Mills. Yeah. So uh, when next time. Lives. Yes, but it had co-starring Haley Mills. Yes. Um, so Amber lives. Yeah. So one of my favorite tiny little details for Main Street USA is when you look when you go to the Emporium. If you look at the it's it's that main first entrance. Um, there's a sign that says um, Osh Popham is the proprietor of the Emporium there on Main Street, and Osh Popham was a character um, played by Burl Ives in that um, the movie. I think 1963 movie Summer Magic. I, and I don't I'm know. Starring Haley Mills. Huh? Nothing. I'm being obnoxious. Oh. Ignore me. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. why that's always stuck in my head, but I just think that's really cool that they connected it with the uh, with a, a movie that I had never heard of. But I mean, I've never heard of it either. I'm Until familiar this moment, with it. I hadn't heard of this. My mom really yeah, likes that movie. It's from that whole like. Nine Lives of Thomasina, Pollyanna era. Yeah, uh, it's uh, and and the backstory of how they tied it into Main Street USA apparently is rather lengthy. Uh, Um, How about that? Somebody's name is Burl. (laughs) 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 Who looks at a tiny, beautiful little baby and goes, Burl? Let's call him Burl. (laughs) You look like a knotted up old hunk of wood. We're gonna call you Burl. Burl. <laughs> His original name was Pearl, but the person filling out the birth certificate misheard them. They misspelled it. Pearl eyes. Even even no 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 no. His real name is Burl Eichel, spelled I C L E Ivanhoe Ives. Burl wow. Eichel Ivanhoe Ives. I like wood and I like books. <laughs> And icicles. Oh, and and one last thing. I did want to bring up the trains. I know we haven't been able to hear the lovely train whistles in a while. And it doesn't look like we're going to get to hear them anytime soon. But do you, do any of you guys know the names of the four trains that we have at Walt Disney World? The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. <laughs> uh, the Roger E. Brogy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that one of them? Isn't the... The uh, the Admiral Joe Fowler? No, that's that a that's a boat. That's, that's the boat, or that's that one of them. Boat. That makes sense, Admiral. Uh, oh yeah, they're uh, they're like and that's the General Joe like, Fowler. The ones are like heads of the railroad companies or something. Aren't well, they? no, the ones at Walt Disney World are actually very easy to remember. I, you got the most difficult one because a lot of people don't know who Roger E. Brogy is. But the ones at Walt Disney World is the Walter E. Disney, the Lily Bell, and the Roy O. Disney. Hmm. And the Roy, yeah. Roy O. Um, who was confused with Roy. who was that guy? Roger Brogy. Let me tell you, I can tell you about Roy O. Disney Wait, has a son named Roy E. Disney, and Roy E. Disney's family. We've <laughs> heard this before. Now owns the rights to Taylor Swift. So make sure you stream Taylor. You stream Fearless Taylor's version on Spotify. We are not. We are not buzz marketing Taylor Swift. 
she is not she's not working Mike out job. a uh, licensing uh, deal with us yet i'm done so we're done yeah roger, we're still in talks roger e Brogy oversaw the construction of the disneyland railroad in disneyland that's who he yeah, is that guy. yeah that's that guy he has a cool name too is, does he though well Brogy. it's fun to say Brogy, he sounds like a lifeguard on Baywatch. Okay, go ahead and uh, back to your plussing discussion. <laughs> I would plus it by bringing back some of the old stuff. Bringing back the little shops, like the magic shop and mm-hmm. the, the penny arcade and stuff like that. Well, you know, they did bring back they did bring back the signage for the old House of Magic, but it's still just the Emporium. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I would like to have our actual center street back. Uh, we do have the the one, the uh, the right hand side. We still have that center street, but we don't on the left hand side anymore because that's where they they connected the emporium. Um, I also would like to have a restaurant on Main Street USA that's similar to Carnation Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, Plaza Inn is not doing it for you. Or Tony's. Yeah, no, I, I want a little. I want a tiny little cafe like they have. It's so cute. Yeah, it is cute. It's the perfect it is place tiny. to have breakfast, though. You know what they should do is put a big theater on the right side there when you first come in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody call up the Bobs, uh, Zach. Uh, center the Center Street that they closed down. Didn't they have a that flower market there like they'd had at Disneyland? Do you know. I don't know if it was on that side or if it was on the side that's still there, but there was a flower market. You could buy flowers. I've seen pictures of those. That yeah, that's just a beautiful little spot. Just or was a beautiful spot to just walk back mm-hmm. into. And, and I never noticed that there was one missing from the other side, and that's where they connected the emporium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun, and it doesn't look bad or anything. It's just. I, I wish that we still had that center street. Disneyland still has both of theirs. Although I think technically Carnation Cafe is where one of them is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do love the center street though in Walt Disney World. That that is a nice spot to get away from the crowds because not a lot of people will go back there. If you go to the one at Disneyland Paris, the one on the left is like an oldie times like ice delivery truck, and it's cracked mm-hmm. open, and they sell Coca Cola products in there. And that's where the Dapper Dan Salon is, too, mm-hmm. on that little, uh, little side them, corner. They have them on both sides still, too. And don't they have... They have the other the, side's where you get the sandwich shop, right? Yes. They have the the Waltz restaurant on the Main Street mm-hmm. USA in Disneyland Paris. And it's a... it's a, The restaurant's on the second floor, correct? It is. Yeah, I wish mm-hmm. we had something like that, too. Yeah. Actually, you know what and I would love? The, they serve the French... French interpreta- interpretation of American food. Mm. I bet you that's delicious. <laughs> yeah, so good. It's no, just it a is. It bucket is a of fat, yeah. melted fat. I would love a Club 33 on Main Street like they have at, um, I think Tokyo's is on Main Street USA. Mm-hmm. But do you think that'd be a... Upstairs. Mm-hmm. I've never... I think I told... Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I, I was going to say, I think I've told that story before where I was leaving the park one night and was behind a couple of bros and overheard that it was shortly after they had opened up uh the clubs in Walt Disney World and 
I overheard him. He's like, yeah, you hear they open up this crazy club that you have to be a member of. It costs like $10,000 to be a <laughs> member. It's up here on top of one of these buildings here in Main Street. Uh, I wish. Wow. Not quite. So much, so much wrong information there. Yeah. yeah huh, I'd like to go there. Yeah, me too. Well, anyway. Um, I don't know. I, if there was a way they could have an attraction, like, outside of the train, I would like to have an attraction on Main Street, like a dark ride of some sort. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like a lovely theater. A theater, attraction. yeah. That or would have been about... wonderful. <laughs> or what about or... the a trail that went off to a rickety old haunted house up there? I don't know. Is that hill. street... Go ahead, Dan. Or a side street that leads to an inventor's laboratory where they're working on perfecting the light bulb. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I have an Edison Street. Mm-hmm. Or what about a side street that leads to Chinatown where they have an immersive uh, Chinese restaurant with a golden animatronic Buddha statue that talks to you while you eat your meal? Yes, please. Cause was that an idea that was shown? I want to go from, to there. Uh, that was that was a a early plan for at Disneyland. Um, what right. if they had a very mediocre Italian restaurant that was vaguely <laughs> themed of a movie? I don't care for. Good news. <laughs> Guess what, Jeff? We have call just... your key to the world travel agent today. <laughs> I I would also love to have that covering that. I don't know. I realize it would mm, probably mess with the aesthetic. Like if you're looking from the park, uh, like in front of the in front of the park. But I would love to have one of those coverings like Tokyo Disney has. It would just be so mm-hmm. nice for all those stormy yeah, days. Look, you wouldn't I be able know. to. Yeah. That sightline to the castle is something. My my yes. first, my biggest memory of Main Street USA was coming through the the train station tunnel there and my son who was five at the time seeing Daisy who I don't know if she's still there but we used to be right there at the hub or that first little hub area uh, doing pictures and he just came unglued for her but hadn't even noticed the castle till we got his picture taken with Daisy and then he turned around and there was that castle and just ah, the main street the castle yeah. the hullabaloo that's just you wouldn't have that with that, that I guess covering. Mm-hmm. I do love feel more like you're in a Oldie Times Paris train station. That castle yeah. reveal is really cinematic. It's, it's well, really and special. and I think it probably works really well for Tokyo because their hub is extremely large. Um, there's a mm-hmm. ton of space between the end of their main street and the and their castle, so it may work better there. Um, I don't know. I've never been, but mm-hmm. and it could work in Paris too because they have covered arcades like that. Or if they could oh, just put Paris. if they could just put it in covered arcades in our in our main street, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Or put the whole or. place in a bubble. There yeah, you go. You so go. They can control but you the can dim when it's really hot out. You just dim it a little. That'd yeah. be great. How about those how about those escape corridors that they opened up for when it's super busy and everybody's leaving? What about if they actually themed the back end of that to look like an alley? Old timey. Mm. Age yeah. appropriate alley to the time of Mason. Like a guy could but... kill Batman's parents while you're back there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're leaving the yeah. theater. That way it's not just a bunch of plywood flats with. I, I really would like to have a theater on Main Street. I know we have the Main Street Theater. It's not really a theater. But no, it's not anymore. I, I, I never could figure out how they were going to make that. 
that Kansas City style theater work? Like how to, how to make it fit in? Because it's like a theater, but it's behind another theater. Well, I don't know. Apparently someone agreed with you, and it is no more. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Um, maybe Way they could go, just. Zach. There's sort of just that one fence area. I guess the front yeah. of it was going to be there. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to have a theater. To retreat now, and when when we actually have Mickey's Not So Scary, that's the first trick or treating plane mm-hmm. back there. Um, I would like to have. I guess in terms of like shopping, I love that. Um, the Disneyland used to have the Disneyana store there. We could buy like mm-hmm. old Disney stuff, and Walt Disney World used to have oh, the yeah. an- have the, used to have that antique shop in um where the Christmas store is in Liberty Square. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have like a like a like a Disneyana store on Main Street. Yeah, good good thought. I like that. You could buy old she, oh, Disney yeah, stuff, or like one Christmas long store. continuous store that's all the same crap they sell in all the other stores. Yeah. <laughs> No one wants that. Oh, wait, they have that. That's already At least there. it gives you some place to cut through when there's a parade going down the street. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or I, when it's raining. I am interested to see what the confectionery is going to look like when they're done with that. Looks like... Yeah, they take... They, the, the So the, the hat shop is closed. Are they taking over the hat I, shop for the confectionery? I think... That's for I've that's what I've heard. That the confectionery and the hat shop are kind of... are going to be merged into one. Uh, which makes sense because it's gonna be I candy mean, hats. It is a shame I because that's always been the chapeau. But yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's such a tiny store, and that confectionery can get really busy, and it's already connected. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But where are you gonna get your custom ears? Uh-huh. Well, the you can get at them done the in Fantasyland. Fantasyland has it. That doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel yeah. right. Certain traditions are meant to be kept. Darn That's it. right. I'm pounding my fist on the table. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to visit the Magic Kingdom for its 50th anniversary celebrations or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to Thrill Travel has a turn of the last century emporium shop full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytothewildtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon! Bye. Have a magical day. Hasta la squeegee. <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. 
Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.